Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Good morning! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time to wake up. <laughs> it's five, and we're live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show. Your early morning shot of sports. On 95.7, the game. Oh, yes. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's a Friday. Congratulations. You have made it. Not quite a payday Friday, at least not here. But, man, it's a Friday nonetheless. It's a Super Bowl Friday. It's a post-NBA trade deadline Friday. So we have an awful lot to get into and not a lot of time to do it. The number... 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570, that's the Xfinity Mobile text line as well. YouTube, Twitch, hello. If you want to hit me up on Twitter, at Spadoni underscore Joe. And man, we'll start here. That was one of the craziest NBA trade deadlines I can remember in a long time. Let's just go through all the major deals right off the bat. Let's do it. Let's just dive right in. And it started two nights ago. Kevin Durant, TJ Warden, heading to Arizona in exchange for Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, Juan Pablo Valet, four first round picks, pick swap, second round pick, two second rounders. And then the Bucks, they received Jay Crowder. Pacers receive George Hill, Serge Ibaka, Jordan, Nuora, three future second-round picks. And you're going to be seeing a lot of these second-round pick packages because that was the theme of the day, it felt like. Apparently, you just get rid of five second-round picks like it's a box of cupcakes. Now, Clippers, they were desperate. And you'll notice the theme with a lot of these teams adding. A lot of Western Conference teams adding a lot of pieces and trying to compete now with Phoenix, obviously still trying to compete with the Warriors, Denver. So you're going to be seeing a theme here with all these moves. Clippers, they had Mason Plumley in exchange for Reggie Jackson in a 2028 second round pick. So Reggie Jackson, he's headed to the Hornets. There's rumors that he is going to reach a buyout. He might be available. 76ers, they re- receive Jalen McDaniels, two second round picks. Hornets, they receive Svi Mikhailuk, 
two second rounders, and then the Blazers receive Cam Reddish, Matisse Thybul, Ryan R.C. Diacano, and a 2023 first round pick. Knicks, after all that, they receive Josh Hart. So a lot of big transactions, and you saw it leaking throughout the day. Like, this is happening, this is happening. Well, it's actually all together. And we'll get to the Warriors here soon. I promise it was an action-packed day. Three-team trade with Clippers and the Rockets. Clippers received Eric Gordon, three future second-round picks. Rockets received John Wall. Yes, he's back. Danny Green and a protected pick swap from the Clippers. And the Grizzlies received Luke Kennard. Celtics acquire Mike Muscala from the Thunder in exchange for Justin Jackson. Two future second-round picks. Pelicans trade for Spurs Richardson. So Josh Richardson heads over to the Pelicans for Devontae Graham. Four second-round picks. And this leads us to the Detroit Pistons landing James Wiseman. The Warriors receiving Gary Payton II. Three conditional future second-round picks. Hawks receiving Sadiq Bey. And the Trailblazers receiving Kevin Knox and five future second-round picks. Okay. There's still a lot more, but quite frankly, I think I'm going to lose what little audience I have if I keep going there. So we'll end with the Warriors. James Wiseman, we hardly knew you. Good luck in Detroit. Rooting for you, James. I don't know if a lot of people are. It seems like a lot of angry, angry... I don't even know if I want to call them fans, but there was a lot of vitriol and hate spewed towards James Wiseman because of where he was drafted, what he was supposed to be, and what he ultimately was not. Is that fair to him? Probably not. But sports isn't fair. It's very unforgiving when it comes to fan bases. And for whatever reason, it just didn't work out here. And you bring back an old friend. A guy that was monumental and bring in a fourth chip to Steph, Dre, and Clay. Gary Payton the seven. The seven. Gary Payton the second. In a vacuum, this was a good day for the Warriors. They have an impact player defensively, a guy they know, a guy they can trust closing games, in exchange for a guy they weren't playing. So yes, this season the Warriors got better. If you look at under a larger microscope, in a macro sort of view... Ugh. Wiseman for Gary Payton? That's tough. And I know there's a lot of rumors yesterday. You thought you might have been getting OG and Anobi. Reported's come out. Raptors wanted more. They wanted a Kaminga. Warriors weren't willing to do that. I know some Warriors fans that were. And 888-957-9570-888-957-9570. Are you okay with what the Warriors did yesterday? Was that enough for you to feel confident that this team has enough to compete in the Western Conference. Once Steph returns, you got Gary Payton the second back, still got Wiggins, Clay, Dre, Jordan Poole, Loon Dog, DiVincenzo. Is that enough to compete now with this kind of revamped and reshaped Western Conference? I still like the Suns because no matter what, And you can say what you will about CP3 and his play this season. It's dipped. He's getting older. He's injury prone. K-1 
Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, the greatest scoring duo probably in the conference. Not even probably. Add in DeAndre Ayton, who's a walking double-double. He's a beast. Chris Paul just does, just needs to be a floor general. I don't need him to be a defensive wizard or a high-scoring threat. I just need him to run that offense. Yes, in spots he will get attacked in the playoffs, and as we know, once playoffs start, the defense, the defensive intensity, if you will, it ramps up. And getting a guy like Gary Payton for the Warriors, that's huge. You've already seen DiVincenzo. His defense has been very good. Andrew Wiggins is coming around now. Seems to finally be getting over that adductor strain and that virus that he was on. Draymond Green, you know he's about one of the best defenders in the league. Klay Thompson, still above average defense defensively. And you know what you get with Stephen Curry. So if the Warriors can finally start playing some defense, and that's that's asking a lot because this team has been so inconsistent all season long. Why should I expect anything else? Well, because if history has shown us in the playoffs, they show up. Will they show up this year in a reshaped and revamped Western Conference? Is the West now better than the East? We were just talking a couple days ago, the first time in my lifetime, basically, that the East is better than the West in the NBA. I think the balance has shifted when you get a guy like Kevin Durant. I think the balance has shifted back a little bit. Now, the favorite still to win it all, the Boston Celtics. And the third best odds to win it all, according to Vegas, Milwaukee Bucks. They add Jay Crowder. It's a good move for them. Move on from George Hill. He goes back to the Pacers. From the YouTube chat, Zach, the Suns still suck, LOL, go Dubs. Okay. I don't think they suck, but... I think you're saying that I just don't like them. I get it. I get it. There would be... Add in another team, as if we didn't want Chris Paul to win it again. I know a lot of Warriors fans would not want Kevin Durant to win another one, but mainly because it would be with Chris Paul. Now, there's a lot of Warriors fans that still root for KD. Sucks how it ended there, but they still root for him. But now that he's in the Western Conference, you can't root root for him anymore. Not for that guy. It's the hated Suns. That's the Suns team that was in the finals two years ago. Had a series lead over Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Milwaukee Bucks and Chris Middleton. They choked it away. New owner, new expectations in Arizona. And Arizona is the place to be right now. Just in the sports capital of the world currently. Got the waste management open in golf. Got the Super Bowl there Sunday. Got the hottest ticket now in town in the Phoenix Suns. Kevin Durant. Devin Booker, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton. It's a good times in Arizona. Unless you're the Arizona Cardinals, in which case, yikes. They're to coach yet in Arizona? They still uh, figuring that out? Yeah, still waiting. Is it going to be uh, Mike Kafka? That's the latest rumors. God bless anyone that's trying to coach Kyler Murray. I think that guy is a head case. I think that is a lost cause, by the way. Lando on the YouTube chat. Adding GP2 might be the piece we need during the playoff run. Defense really needed help. It did. So that's why I'm saying in a vacuum, yesterday was a good day. And 
our 95-7 The Game Warriors insider, Anthony Slater, who joined Damon and Ratto, he agrees. You know, they were searching for a veteran who could help now, and it was not easy to get with James Wiseman on the market, and they were pretty creative in the way they, they, they got it to this point that gets Gary Payton the second back, and I mean, the simplest argument is they found a veteran they know fits. I mean, he helps. I think it you know, if you take two steps back and look at the whole string of moves over the last couple of years, it's not a fantastic look. But, uh, you know, you, you can credit them for accepting mistakes and, and, like you said, kind of leaning into it. Credit them for accepting mistakes. Yes, you do get some credit. Ideally, you don't want to make a mistake that high in a draft because it comes back to bite you. Now this team is so stacked that it didn't end up coming to bite them. And no matter what, they won a freaking championship post-Wiseman, however you look at it. Whether he was a contributor or not, they won a chip. So I'm not really buying the whole, oh, you know, the two-timeline. They won the chip. I think that two-timeline thing gets tossed out, and now you're trying to maximize this season and next season. I think that's it right there. Yes, you would like to be competitive after that. Yes, you have an owner that is willing to spend and willing to do whatever it takes to win in Joe Lacob. So no matter what, you will have that. But it's about maximizing this year, next year. And I think that's what a lot of Warriors fans were feeling yesterday. It was just very on edge. You saw the Suns, they made a big move. You saw the Lakers, they're making moves. Warriors, do you feel like you need to make a move? OG Ananobi, be a hell of a player. You feel great about your chances. Guy could play offense, he could play defense. You feel confident in him in the last few minutes of a game. Won a title in Toronto. So he knows what it takes. He's been in high leverage situations before. But Bob Myers, Joe Lacob, the contingent, they didn't want to move off of Jonathan Kaminga. And I don't blame him. Because you realize yesterday, James Wiseman is not the future of this team. You shift to Jonathan Kaminga. And I understand Ananobi. He was young. He is young. But the upside for a Jonathan Kaminga opposed to an OG Ananobi, I think, is a level of a difference. Let's say you. Would you have gotten rid of Jonathan Kaminga if it meant getting OG Ananobi? It would have been Kaminga, probably Moody, and some firsts. Would you have done that for OG Ananobi? Let me know. 888-957-9570-888-957-9570. We will get into some of the Super Bowl it is Super Bowl. It is a fo- uh, football Friday, if you will. It's been just a crazy week in the NBA as it pertains to us locally. The Warriors just works out sometimes. Sometimes the Super Bowl is big, but it's never as big as the flagship, and that is our Golden State Warriors, and we are the flagship here at 95.7 The Game. Don't miss all the action tomorrow as the Warriors take on the new-look Lakers at Chase Center. Cannot wait for that one. That's a primetime game, so tune in to... Warriors live tomorrow. I believe that's going to be at 4.30. John Dickinson will have all that coverage for you tomorrow leading up to the game, during the game, the great Tim Roy, and then after the game as well. Take your calls at 888-957-9570. Sadiq Bey, you thought might, you might be getting him for a little bit. It was Warriors training James Wiseman for Sadiq Bey. Oh, okay. Interesting. Young player. We know him well. He had a game-winning shot against us at Chase Center this year. Broke our hearts. But it would be nice to have him. 3 and D guy, and he's going to Atlanta. Okay. Five second-round picks. What the hell's going on? You thought it was a salary dump at first for James Wiseman. 
And then you realize then the news started trickling in, trickling in, trickling in. It's going to be James Wiseman going to Detroit, Sadiq Bey going to Atlanta, and then the Blazers sending GP2 to you. Kevin Knox was a part of the deal. He's going to the Blazers. And the dust finally settles, and James Wiseman is on the Warriors, and GP2 is. Here's more from Anthony Slater talking about the Wiseman era in Golden State. It was convoluted. Uh, you know, you go back to like the drafting of them was in November. Drafts are never in November. It was the COVID year. Sixty games sounds like a you know a career for James Wiseman. You consider his college career three games, and then you know I can remember it was wild. His first training camp we couldn't cover in person because of COVID, so they would just send out these little blips of footage that, uh, and we hadn't seen him yet, and. I remember they looked really impressive, and that's like what I'll always remember about those early days of the Wiseman era, where there was just those flashes of like, oh wow, they might have drafted like Giannis, right? I mean, like they, if I showed you some of his highlight film, and that's all you'd seen from his rookie year, even his. Remember they started him game one. I remember talking to the coaches behind the scenes. They were playing in Brooklyn, COVID year, empty arena. Game one, he'd missed the preseason because he got COVID, and they're like, we're starting him tonight. And it was like, whoa, they must have seen something behind the scenes. There were flashes, to Anthony Slater's point there, but it just never was consistent enough to get him on the floor consistently in big spots and big moments. Seems like he would get lost a bunch of times. He would be in the post. He wasn't getting passed to. Bad body language. People were talking about, I was listening to Signing Goo yesterday. Goo was talking about a lot of the bad body language. He felt Goo felt like he needed a life coach, something like that, but... Listen, if you need a life coach in the NBA, I don't teach their own. I'm not a whole big believer in the whole of the body language. Like Brandon Belt, team bad body language. He was contributing on World Series teams. Like, whatever. It's bad body language and it looks bad when you're not playing well as a team. When you're winning, it's whatever. So, we say and bid adieu to the James Wiseman era here in Golden State. I wish him nothing but the best in Detroit. Looks like he's going to be starting there immediately. He's going to get some run. He's going to get some minutes. That's what he needs to do. He needs to play night in and night out. And then you can finally see what you got in the kid. Just keep playing. And that's the only way you're going to get better in any sport or in anything in life. You have to just keep doing it. You just have to work at your craft, hone it. G League's not going to do him any favors. He needs to be up with the big boys to see what you got. So James Wiseman, he's in Detroit. Gary Payton. Good to see you, Gary. He's back. And here's more from Slater on apparently Gary always wanting a reunion back with the Warriors. I think that it's like somewhat kind of been in the back of their mind, uh, really even since he, he left. It was like an agonizing decision for him to leave. Like he didn't want to. You know, he's kind of hinted even behind the scenes that he, he kind of longed to get back. But when they went searching the last couple of days, for upgrades, uh, obviously they were attempting to get an OG and an OB sweepstakes, which weren't even didn't really even end up being realistic for anybody in the league. That's why he didn't get traded. But as they tried to find veteran upgrades out there, they talked to Portland and in, in about maybe it being like a direct swap. But Portland didn't want James Wiseman, so they had to get creative to you know get something for James Wiseman that Portland would take in, in a package. And he was one of the few I think veterans that they did identify as. 
can come in and we know he can be in a closing lineup. Because that was kind of their threshold that they had talked about. It was like, no, it's not just a ninth man upgrade that can play, you know, 14 minutes. It has to be somebody good enough to be in the DiVincenzo Kaminga realm of like on certain nights, he's one of our best five. And there are not many guys for that price range across the league that, you know, you could use James Wiseman to get that fit that description, but they knew that Peyton did because he did it last season. He did it in the finals last season. So shockingly, they went out and and got the reunion done. They did get the reunion done. GP2 heads back, a defensive stud on a team that is desperately in need of some defensive stability. Goes into the rotation with guys like Dante DiVincenzo, Jordan Poole, obviously. And it's going to be fun. Listen. It's fun to have guys that contribute on championship teams back on your squad. And GP2 was a beloved figure last year. Love what he was about. Sucked that he got hurt early in the playoffs and how he came back. And he persevered through that and pushed through. And was able to be a key contributor. And his whole story. Thought this guy was going to be out of the league. And what he was able to do to get that contract and now be back on the team. It's pretty freaking cool. And one of the highlights and good parts of what came out of yesterday. A lot of negativity, a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress, I feel like, was being bestowed upon a lot of Warriors fans leading up to that trade. You thought you were going to get Ananobi and getting GP2 back. It's a nice consolation. And I think that's where a lot of Warriors fans are at this morning. Andrew Bogut, the center of the Golden State Warriors runs, that guy, that dude, he joined Steiny and Guru yesterday from a land down under, shout out the Aussie, and he thought it was the right move for the Warriors to move on from Wiseman. Know the game, you got to read the game, you got to read spacing, you got to kind of have a decent IQ, and, and he's still young and developing, and his skill set probably wasn't suited towards that. Um, now that he's gone to Detroit, and you know he's going to he's going to get some some touches, and and you know maybe maybe he's not allowing the play through ten or fifteen touches in the post, make or miss, and, and let him play through those mistakes. I think then we'll we'll see where he's really out of the playoffs. So I think it was the right move for Wiseman's career. I think the Warriors were were, were good enough to, to let him move on and 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 get on with life. Get on with life. It's Andrew Bogut right there. He's just never thought it was a good fit for the Golden State Warriors for whatever reason. Just didn't have the proper skill set, the passing, what have you. You saw a guy like Andrew Bogut. You know what you were getting. A defensive rim stopper and a great passer. Now maybe that's just all the Warriors need right now. That's what you guys you heard guys like a Jared Vanderbilt, kind of guys like that mold. Maybe slightly underside. Vanderbilt's like kind of a 6'8", but just someone that could be a rim stopper, right? And Wiseman, for whatever reason, just he's young. Maybe that's the reason they just can't develop these guys when it's a win now in a championship window. It's hard to do that. That's the reality of this. And you're seeing it with players like a Trey Lance. It's hard, and I think teams overestimate their own abilities to try to bring in young guys on a championship-ready roster, and think it'll be seamless. It's not seamless. It's very difficult. The pressure is extraordinary because it becomes all on that young guy. A lot of these young guys, and you saw the NFL honors last night, you saw a guy like Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson, they came in on a crappy New York Jets team, and they balled out. The pressure was not as high. Yeah, sure, there's pressure on Robert Sala. He needed to perform. And by the way, that was only the third time, I think, in the last, third time ever 
And in the last 60 years that a team drafted both the offensive and defensive rookie of the year, last time it happened was back with the New Orleans Saints, uh, Lattimore, and Alvin Kamara. So hats off to the New York Jets there, and we'll get into more of the honors, NFL honors on the other side, getting some Super Bowl props as well as the Super Bowl is this Sunday in Glendale, Arizona. But again, it's very hard to develop a young talent, a Ferrari, if you will, and bring him into the fold. And maybe Ferrari is not even the great example. It's like trying to bring a young Corvette that's not quite souped up yet, and you're bringing him on to a Formula One track when you're trying to win the whole damn thing. It's hard to do. Nice little car. Looks good. There's potential. But you know what? I need more than that. I need to win this freaking race. And right now, the Warriors realize James Wise is not going to be a contributor this year, next year, and that's the window. It's time to move on. Here's Bogut still thinking that you cannot count out the Golden State Warriors. Again, Andrew Bogut joined Stein and Goo yesterday, and uh, he thinks teams don't want to face the Warriors come playoff time. Still a dangerous team. I mean, look, you, you you know, from the play-in makes it a bit harder where they're at now. They're ninth in the West. They could potentially go to, you know, four tenths if they lose a game or two again. If they sneak into five or six, I, I still, if I'm a one, two, three, four seed, I don't, I don't want to play them. Um, I, I think they, they, they really strategize playoff series as well. They really make good adjustments and they've got some killers on that team that have been there. So that's the one team below maybe five or six that you do not want to see, but I think they do need to get a bit of consistency. But that comes down to injuries. It comes down to a bit of as well, so yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be really interesting to see if they can put that switch that quickly post All Star break. You never want to see the champs. You never it's a it's tough. You never want to see the defending champion in any sport in the playoffs because you know that they've have what it takes to beat you. And the Warriors, obviously, they're still going to be one of the favorites come playoff time if they make the playoffs. Got to get through the play ins to get to the playoffs potentially. So they got to do that. That's first. Start gaining some separation. And we heard kind of a news dump during all that NBA trade deadline. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Adness from the Warriors that Stephen Curry is going to be reevaluated after the All-Star break. So hopefully after the reevaluation sensation, shout out Tim Roy, Curry's going to be back. He'll be getting revved up to come back, and they can make a final stretch run here with the addition of Gary Payton II. And maybe you'll see from the buyout market a big, see guys being floated around like a Serge Ibaka, Dwayne Dedman, something like that. Uh, Okay, an old guy. The thing with the the Warriors, and we saw it last year in that run, like size wasn't an issue for them. Kevon Looney, he was playing some games of his life. He had a 20-rebound performance. Was that against the Mavs? Like, he was holding his own. So Loon Dog, I'm not worried about. I understand he wants some depth. That would be nice. But when push comes to shove, I'm not really super worried about having a big and that being the difference between whether or not the Warriors win a championship or not. You saw it in the finals. It's about getting buckets. Bonte mentions that. It's what Bill Russell always mentioned. That's what the league is about. Can you shoot? And that's why I think a lot of teams, a lot of people are sleeping on Kyrie to Dallas as well. Once Luka comes back, that is a deadly combination. I mentioned that the best shooting combo in the league right now is probably KD and Devin Booker, but Luca and Kyrie are up there. Stephen Clay, obviously. But man, the West is sacked and loaded again, and it is not going to be easy. And it's never is for the Golden State Warriors and their hopes for back to back titles. 888 9570 We're going to take a quick break. Come on back. Super Bowl prop bets, ladies and gentlemen. We'll get into some of the NFL honors that were bestowed last night. We have a new Hall of Fame class. We know who's going to be going in, so we'll hear more from that. And a couple of 49ers, their names were called last night. We'll get into uh, that. Nick Bosa, D'Amico Ryans, George Kittle even with a award. So we'll get into that on the other side. This is the pregame show. Joe Spadoni, 95.7 The Game. Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Welcome back. Pre-game show, Joe Spadoni. Phil Collins Friday for all those who observe. Right here on the pre-game show. It is a Friday. Congratulations if you're just getting off work, getting on work, getting ready for school. You made it. You made it. Now enjoy the sweet listenings of Phil Collins and Sue, Sue, Studio. Phil's the best. You know what else is the best? The Super Bowl. And it's this Sunday. And I cannot wait to watch Patrick Mahomes lose. And the Kansas City Chiefs lose. I am trying to talk myself into the Eagles. I still haven't made my pick, and I'll make my pick during the crossover with Joe Shasky when he joins me next segment. But uh, I think people are sleeping on just how good that Chiefs O-line has been. And I think they're jaded from past performances 
mainly that Bucks performance in the Super Bowl a couple years ago when it was in Tampa Bay and Patrick Mahomes was running for his life constantly. That Eagles defense front, it's very good. And it's comparable and might be even better than that Bucks front and what they were able to do. Shaq Barrett, Vita Vea, and Dominican Sue, all those guys, when they wrecked, shot, and wrecked Andy Reid's offense and Patrick Mahomes a few years ago. Different O-line now, though. Very different. Very healthy, very good, and able to keep a guy who's a little bit hobbled, and we'll see how much he is hobbled, Patrick Mahomes, in that ankle sprain, and see if he's able to plant at all. And we'll know pretty early in that game how he's feeling, I'm sure. But I'm leaning Eagles still, but I think a lot of people and too many are just dismissing the Kansas City Chiefs, and you can never dismiss the future Hall of Famer, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. These guys are just unbelievable. And time in and time out, that guy... 15, Patrick Mahomes, seems to extend plays when they have no business being extended, and he makes plays with his arm that just have no business being made, and yet he still finds a way. So we'll continue to discuss about that, talk about that. NFL Super Bowl prop bets. I love this stuff, and it's mostly just for my own amusement, and now all of you get to listen to it, but... Just some of these are just so ridiculous. And I need to know at 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570, all the degenerates out there, have you ever won big on any of these fun Super Bowl prop bets? And we're going to get into some of them right now. And, oh, thank you. little NFL primetime bet. Uh, the coin toss, always good. Right now, heads or tails, you can bet on that. Minus 105 via BetMGM. The Heads has been dominating. 9-5 and five since 2009. And will it be five flips under 500 for Tails? This I always go Tails, no matter what. Any coin flip, any game, Tails never fails. That's the moniker, and I'm going to believe in that. And if I had to gamble that, I would take Tails at minus 105. Okay. The color of the liquid poured on the winning coach. We got orange at plus 250, yellow green at plus 350. I'm sneaky purple at plus 900. That's the long shot. And then the longest is no Gatorade poured at all. That's plus 1600. There's always going to be Gatorade. You're throwing away your money if you're taking that. Always a color. Don't think it's always going to be the same color as what the team is, like a green for an Eagles or an orange for the KC. I like purple at plus 900, folks. Purple, you got blue at plus 500. Clear at plus 500. Red slash pink at plus 550. And it's always interesting, like the hue of it. Like red and pink, like it's... If you combine those, it's kind of purplish. Blue, right? Eh, the clear, the water, the clear. It's like, no, there's a light blue to that. So, going to be interesting for that one. What will be mentioned first during the Super Bowl MVP speech? At minus 120, it's the team and the teammates. And we saw this earlier in the week, the same thing when LeBron James won and broke the all-time scoring record, breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's. And the the favorite was God, I believe. I'm going to thank God at minus 120. And he didn't take that. He thanked the fans. So maybe that's what odd makers are... Shifting 
as we speak. The team slash team is minus one twenty. The city and the fans at plus three twenty five. God and religion plus three seventy. Family at plus six ninety. Coaches plus twelve hundred. Team slash owner plus twenty five hundred. All right. Will a player propose after the game? There's a yes at plus four hundred. No at minus six fifty. I like the yes there. There's always someone proposing after a game. I feel, it d- doesn't matter. I'm going yes at the plus 400. They, why not? It's great odds. Then you got the Super Bowl commercial prop bets. Which chip company commercial will air first? Doritos at minus 130. Got the Pringles at plus 100. 650, by the way. Xfinity Mobile text line. Thank you for chiming in. Last year... Won $1,000 on blue Gatorade for Rams, yellow this year. Mitch from San Bruno. Listen to Mitch from San Bruno, folks. He's got yellow Gatorade this year. Let me go back real quick. Where did I have it? There we go. Yellow is going to be plus 350. Yellow green, plus 350. Okay. Mitch and San Bruno, I see you. I see you. So I'm going proposal. I'm going purple Gatorade, and then Doritos at minus one thirty, Pringles at plus one hundred. Give me the Doritos, mind. It's always the Doritos. I never, I don't remember any other commercial, and it's always Doritos, and it's always a beer commercial that'll make you cry or make you just say, "What the hell did I just watch?" Which snack company commercial will air first? M and M's minus one fifty, Doritos plus. Again, going the Doritos. If you want more of the juice, which snack company commercial will air first? Doritos at plus one fifty. Which beer brand commercial will air first? Heineken at minus 115. Budweiser at minus 115. It's always Bud. It's always Budweiser. Not even close. And then you got the head-to-head first-to-air commercial props. You got Experian versus Rakuten. Avocados from Mexico versus Hellman's. Popcorners versus Pringles. That's just a good time. That's good. All right, so what do we learn here today, folks? We're going... Tails at minus 105. You got to build this prop builder up for me. You're going to win cash, all right? And if you don't, well, you shouldn't have listened to me. Listen to a 5 a.m. radio host. Doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. All right. <laughs> Tails minus 105. We're going purple Gatorade plus 900. We're going. Oof. I'm going family at plus 690 for the Super Bowl MVP speech. Ah, man. If it's Patrick Mahomes, though, he's a big thanking God and thanking Jesus. I think I'm going to shift there. Plus 370. Those are good odds. God and religion thanked first because I do. I have a sneaky suspicion Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are going to win this game. I'm going Doritos as the first snack company commercial to be aired during the Super Bowl. And I like Budweiser at minus... 115 to be the first beer brand commercial. So there you have it. There's your winning plays over the weekend for the Super Bowl and the crazy, craziest exotic prop bets. Real quick, we got some NFL honors bestowed last night around the league. They do that every year now. They got the MVP, Patrick Mahomes, Coach of the Year, Brian Dable of the New York Giants. Comeback Player of the Year, you thought maybe Christian McCaffrey, but it is Geno Smith. He didn't write back. The Offensive Player of the Year, so basically the best player that wasn't the MVP. That was Justin Jefferson, Vikings wide receiver. 
your defensive player of the year, the one and only Nick Bosa. Shout out Nick Bosa. Hell of a season. Hell of a year. Your rookie of the year, mentioned it earlier, on the offensive end was Garrett Wilson, the wide receiver, and on the defensive end, also from the Jets, Sauce Gardner, the cornerback. And you had the Hall of Fame class of 2023 announced as well. Oh, and I don't want to be remiss. Dak Prescott. This is an important award. Walter Payton, man of the year. Obviously on the field, came up short, but off the field, does a tremendous work with mental health in that community. You know his story with what he's been through and his brother and all that sort of stuff. So shout out Dak Prescott, Walter Payton, NFL Man of the Year. He gets to wear that plaque on his jersey the rest of his playing days. In the pro football class of 2023 announced, no former Niner there. We had Rondé Barber of the Bucks, Darrell Revis, Joe Thomas, Zach Thomas finally gets in. He's been on there a long time. He deserves it. DeMarcus Ware, and then as the coach contributor, Don Coriel, and on the senior committee, you had Chuck Howley, Joe Klecko and Ken Riley. Joe Klecko getting in before Mark Gastineau. That's interesting. That's interesting. Mark Gastineau, I think, should have been in a long time ago. We get his off-the-field antics, all that sort of stuff. But, oof, Klecko before Gastineau? Don't know about that. Don't know about that one. All right, we're going to take one more break here. Come on back. The Cross Jover is next. Joe Shasky, Joe Spadoni, talking a little NBA trade deadline. The aftermath of that. Gary Payton the second. He is a Golden State Warrior. James Wiseman, he's a uh, Detroit Piston. Plus, uh, final thoughts on the Super Bowl and picks next. This is the pregame show, Just Benoni, 95.7 The Game. Back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Welcome back, pregame show, Joe Spadoni, Bill Collins Friday, and that is all. That's all James White. God, it's such a great song. Oh, it's a banger. It's a banger. Bill Collins Friday just gets you in the mood, Chad. It's a Friday. It's a feel-good Friday. It's a Super Bowl Friday. I know we're going to be talking a lot of NBA trade deadline aftermath. Gary Payton II, he is back. Bye-bye, James Wiseman. That experiment has failed, and Joe... Just your initial thoughts on the madness that kind of... I felt the anxiety through the text line, through the chat, from a lot of Warriors fans. You thought you maybe you are going to get OG Ananobi, then you realize the cost. Oh, are we yeah. going to get rid of Jonathan yeah. Kaminga? What what are we doing? We're not getting Sadiq Bey. Five second-round picks is somehow like everyone's just going to be trading second-round picks like it's nothing. And then after all the dust settles, you get Gary Payton the second back. James Wiseman's in Detroit. Sadiq Bey's in Atlanta. Kevin Knox is in Portland. And your thoughts. Just insanity. <laughs> Just insanity. Insanity. It's, cra- on, it's one on, of the craziest deadlines I can, uh, can remember. Absolutely. And I think the NBA as a whole, and this happened probably five or ten years ago, but the transaction has superseded the action, right? Meaning we obsess over the potential deal or the deal that just happened more so than the actual game. Like, we spent more time breaking down Kyrie and the trade and we haven't talked once. No, I have with Bonte. Bonte's brought it up. But, like, who's brought up? Wow, Luca looked great in the final six minutes of that game. Oh, excuse me, uh, Kyrie looked great uh, without Luca in the final six minutes of that game. Like, we're not even talking about the actual fit on the team or what the gameplay is going to look like. It's crazy to me. Um, Warrior fans, man. Just me. Joe, you're raising a young, a young man, okay? You got a daughter. I do. And I've changed. Since I've gotten older, maybe I've gotten softer. I don't know. I don't know if James Wiseman's good. He's probably going to be bad. He's probably not going to be some all-time great or any of those things. Those guys are very, very rare. All right? I can't get over how disgusting... 
disgusted I am by Warrior fans and their attitude toward a 21-year-old kid. Whether he's good, bad, he didn't ask to be chosen number two overall. He, he didn't. He wasn't trying to hurt himself. You know, all those things. Like, I just it really the vitriol, the complete hatred I saw on social media. Goodbye, you suck. It's like wow. Wow, if your child was treated like that, you'd feel a little bad. Like, oh, can we show an ounce of class and dignity on the way out the door? We we pick this kid, and he's almost like he's like the microcosm of everything that's wrong with the Warriors. And I just feel like it's so unfair. Simultaneously, God damn it, Warrior fans, you are so spoiled. <laughs> You've won four championships. You're the reigning champs. Now, look, I want to win it every year, but I also understand sports are hard. It's hard to win championships. One of the faces of the league, if you were to just list top five faces of the league in the history of the NBA, Magic Johnson comes to mind, right? Yes. Okay. How many championships did he win? Five. Five. Yeah. Winning is hard. Yeah. Is Larry Bird one of the faces of the, ch- of the of the league? Yeah, him and Magic together, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He had three. Three, three championships. Yeah. All right? You've won four. Now, look, again, I want to win as many James as James po- has won four. Like, yeah, it's hard. I want to <laughs> win as many as possible. But to think that, like... They have underperformed yearly. Like, this is the Portland Trailblazers who get bounced in the first round. It's just, to me, that... And it's not all Warrior fans. I know there are so many that, that appreciate it. But it's like... It's hard to put together a championship team year after year as guys are making more money and their game is slightly declining and you're trying to tinker the rosters. Would six championships suffice? Because I guarantee there'd be a segment that'd say, nope, you should have won ten. Yes. And it's like... Man, it's hard. If Steph doesn't come back this year, is it Joe Lacob and Bob Myers' fault? No. That they didn't win a championship? No. But fans will just say it's like it's a lost year and another year older. And listen, I get it. The fact that it's very Joe, hard. They've to, been to six finals. They've been to, no, that's the point. It's and, like That's like video game stuff. I think it'll, all the anxiety was building, and it stemmed from the report that the night before. Kevin Durant's yes. coming to the Suns. Like, well, that is what heightened it. Because before that, you felt pretty... I would feel pretty good, and I've been talking about it all year on the pregame show. I still feel good once push, push comes to shove in the playoffs about my chances if I'm a Warriors fan. Like, I don't... I'm not impressed. I agree with you. I'm not impressed with the Nuggets. You have to get there first. The playing yeah. game would be scary. Like, I agree That's with another you. thing. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I agree with you. I think that came to the realization, and then you saw all the teams after that starting to make moves because they also realized, oh, damn, like... The Suns team's really freaking good. Yes. Like, we need to get better. The Clippers, and, and Sam Amick was on the Morning Rose a couple days ago. He mm-hmm. was talking about it with you guys. Like, listen, there's gonna be these are going to be the desperate teams, uh-huh. and they're all going to be making the moves. And mm-hmm. they're all pretty much in the West. And you saw it with the Clippers. You saw it with the Lakers. Well, you saw it with the Suns. Hell, you saw a little bit with the Grizzlies. Like, Doesn't it show how wide open it is? Yes. And, and how, how difficult. All these, all these teams feel like they have a chance. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I, I, Look, Dirk Nowitzki. Whether you think he's one of the greatest players or just a really, really, really good player, he had an amazing career. Yes, the one championship, one right. Like, I guess what I'm trying to say today is that he's labeled a champion just because of that one. Exactly. Some people get a pass, and some people don't. I love J.C. Kidd. Yes, J.C. Kidd dragged the Nets to the finals multiple years. Yes. Okay. Got popped. He got his face kicked in (laughs) right by by the Lakers. But but the point is, it's so hard to win titles, and I just it. I guess the overall consensus is that I think, and I feel so bad for the kid. Whether they should have traded him for more and whatever, it's irrelevant. How we treated this kid to me sticks out to me. And and I know me as a broadcaster, I am going to try to have more empathy for some of these guys because they're real people. 
right? Yes. Like they, they are real people, and I'm not saying that he's good. I'm, I'm not saying he's good because he's not good, and he hasn't really helped them. But my goodness, can we give him a little bit? He's 21. Yes. We do the same thing to Jordan Poole at times. We do the same thing to Trey Lance at times. We do this in sports, and it's disgusting. And I'm not yeah. saying it's everybody. It's not. It is a vocal minority on social media, and and a part of me is like, man. Dude, I can't even imagine how these guys navigate that stuff. No, no, it's it's a really good point. And to your point, I've gotten older too, and I've become like soft, whatever you want to call it. But no, I'm just becoming sympathetic and empathetic to people's situations. Exactly. Like you don't know what someone's feeling in a Dan Balbasis, so you should just be nice. That's what I always tell people. Like you don't know what someone else is going through. Don't be a jerk. Exactly. Like that was my freshman year orientation. R.I.P. Brother Dunn, Palma High School. Like he would. That was his. Don't be a jerk speech to all the freshmen like coming into school. Like hey. Listen, everyone's new here. Yes. Don't be a bully to like, cause they shared like a, uh, like a seventh and eighth grade below us too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, don't be a bully. Like, just don't be a jerk. That's it. That's my mantra in life. Yes. Don't be a jerk on social. Don't be a jerk in person. And a lot of Warriors fans and a lot, I'm not just coming up Warriors fans, just sports fans in generals. They have this notion and social media does not help. No, it does not help that they could say and do whatever they want. And like, these guys aren't going to notice me like these. They see and hear every single thing. Stephen freaking Curry has been on this show. He was on with Steiny and Goo last year. We hear everything. And we see everything. <laughs> of course they do. They listen to this shit. Not so this show. It. They listen to this station. Like it, these it, like they listen. And so does their family. Yes. And no, no, I'm not saying <laughs> that we can't be critical here and there. What I'm saying is that when people are feeling low or whatever, like, do we really have to dump on them right on their face? No. And then like clearly, like Warrior fans, the way that I saw not all of them, but the way I saw them celebrating that he's gone, like this is the kid who was anchoring everything and they didn't win anything because of him. That to me, it felt like we were scapegoating every issue and i just i would say to all these guys you are the reigning champions okay you want the, toss out the two timeline thing because i think that skewed a lot of people's minds heading into the season it's like oh we just want a title and we're gonna get james wiseman we're gonna be so built for the next i was like name you, a business that doesn't want to have success now and into the future name that, any business in facts, any sport but winning last year's title that makes that irrelevant. Of course. Who cares? You I don't won. care what you want. That's it. Exactly. That's it. Full stop. Which we never, th- honestly, yeah. if you're being real yes. and you look at the Mirror Warrior fans, you probably thought you, you weren't going to win another championship. After KD, I, don't, I, I didn't think they were going to win another one. Exactly. And after the Steph injury and then the Clay, the other, the, the Achilles, it's like, oh my God. Like, what? Are the, that's why it was last year was so special. Exactly. And that's why it's so weird to me why there's so much anger and anxiety and vitriol. You just won, and I get it. <laughs> it's, but it's never we're the, enough. Fla- we're the flagship. We want them to win. Dude, it's I good wanna, for business. I want to like, win a million titles. Yes, but at the same time, you have to have a large microscope and look at this thing. Like, listen, this is this is great. Do you know how like, much rare? Just forget basketball. Do you know how much rarefied air you're in when you win four championships in a decade? Yeah, that's Yankee stuff. Yes. That's 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 Pittsburgh Steelers, yeah. San Francisco Forty Niners type stuff. Yes. Like I I, yeah. I I I am tr- and then, look. I don't even think there are days where I forget about it. I'm not saying that I'm oh I have proper perspective every single day. But what I'm getting at is that like look, I like the Gary Payton Jr. Uh, acquisition. It's a good move. Yes. But everyone's losing their mind. They paid historic money 
when it comes to luxury tax. Stop telling me Joe Lacob is the devil, okay? He's the reason why this thing's still together. Do you know how many organizations would have traded one of Clay or Draymond or somebody and not dipped their foot into the luxury tax? When, When fans don't appreciate good owners, it actually really pisses me off as an A's fan having the worst owner in sports and like dude, exactly. this guy's actively trying to leave exactly. this, the freaking city exactly don't tell me that joe lakeham's a bad owner exactly stop and then bob myers like everyone's like bob didn't do x y oh and z my. is he perfect no he you loves not? his players. He was crying when Kevin Durant got hurt. He loves his Can players. Can I introduce you to all of the other GMs <laughs> oh who gosh. would die to have one-tenth the resume of Bob Myers? You oh. know how much of a good job this guy's done to put together a Russ? Now, again, that doesn't mean they're perfect, and that doesn't mean that I'm not frustrated that they lost two finals. But let's take a step back. For ju- I know it's impossible. Just take a step back. You beat LeBron James three times in the finals. Yes. Warrior fans. Yes. And you won a fourth ring when no one thought you would ever win another one. Yes. And you have an opportunity to maybe do it again, maybe this year, maybe next year. But if it doesn't come to fruition, no, these aren't horrible owners and horrible GMs. They're actually amazing at what they do. And one day both will get statues somewhere. Absolutely. That's uh, Joe Shasky. He's going to be joining Bonte Hill next. More trade deadline. Real quick, Shasky. I'm sorry. It just really triggered me. I felt bad for the kid yesterday. No, no, absolutely. I think a lot of people do share that same, uh, same sentiment. Not, I mean, we're not calling out all Warriors fans, no, obviously. No, There's no. a good segment that it feels the same way. It's just a small portion of every single fan base that does this. And Bro, I just looked at the comments yeah, underneath the them lines. announcing the trade, and I was like, God! Uh, Super Bowl, your thoughts real quick. Uh, I, I, keep, I keep hearing a lot of people loving the Eagles, loving the Eagles, and I think they're really sleeping on this Chiefs O-line. This Chiefs O-line is not this Chiefs O-line we saw against the Bucks in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. No, they're a lot better. They're super good. Uh-huh. And I understand that Mahomes might be a little bit compromised. I'm just not betting against him. I don't feel good about my money when I'm betting against Patrick Mahomes. And I think the Chiefs are going to win. Please, dear God, Andy and Patrick. I'm I don't want them to win. I'm, I'm telling you actively, I'm I rooting for the Eagles. I'm sorry you guys had a horrible... I can't have the Chiefs no. tie in the Raiders in the division for most Super Bowl titles. <laughs> And Joe, Joey, I need this. I need this. I need a favor called in. I need this so bad. And the other guy, no one's talking about Chris Jones. If you have a game in you, please. And you horrible human being, Frank Clark. Can you do something? Can you just do something in this game? Please. I know you're, I know you're a tremendous POS, but can you please do something good in this game at least? I mean, uh, you know what, though? Honestly, I'm so glad we've got to Friday and barely talked about this game because right. it makes me sad that my team's not in. And Again, well, as we talk about the yeah. four-time champion <laughs> Warriors, my Niners, who have been very successful and giving me so many memories, they can't win one to save the life of me. And it's like, God, and they've been so good. <laughs> they've been to six NFC Championship games in a decade. Winning is hard. That's all I'm going to say. Winning a freaking chip is I'm hard. That's just, it, it doesn't come easy. That's Joe Shasky. Uh. He's coming up next. 50 Cent Friday, Bonte Hill, Joe Shasky, Morning Roast, Football Friday, right here, 95, 7 the game. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 